so funny. Every time I tell people from America I'm from Canada, especially on stage, immediately, hey, how's it going, Harry? You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a war? There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Prosciutto Masala, episode three, Tuesday, February 16th. Rob, how are you, man? I'm feeling pretty good, brother. The uh, COVID fatigue is uh, starting to get to me a little bit, man. It's, yeah. it's been tough not being able to hang out with you and, and uh, you know, do normal social things. And it's... Uh, bare, bare knuckle box. The shit you know that what I mean? Get up to. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah like... Uh, <laughs> So, man, so. what, a, what How a, you, another, man? No, yeah, you know, another like for our listeners, another another dreary weekend, just balls cold, snow, ice. Okay, so we had a little bit of family day, which is great. Feel a little bit rested. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, I want to talk to you about that in a second, too. Um, yeah, man, same old. Uh, this is episode three for us, so I want to shout out to the folks who've commented on our YouTube page. We've been reading those, much love. Thanks for the feedback, thanks for subscribing. So looking for, your, looking for your feedback you know, every episode, holler at us, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know how we can make this show better. Uh, so appreciate we got some love already. Um, Rob, what's going on with the Raptors, man? What's going on? I don't know if you're, if you're watching, but we're, we're, we're barely making the playoffs. Yeah, dude. So in regards to the Raptors, honestly, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't been watching uh, much. But I really think that uh, it's going to be hard for us to kind of uh, – uh, have a W again, or, or win the you know the big championship. If if unless we have uh, a guy like Kawhi, or we have kind of like a top uh, ten player, like you know I, I I'm a diehard Raps fan. I know you are too. But um, we we need one of those guys that's like just when ten seconds is left on the clock, we give him the ball and, and we know it's going to be taken care of. And unfortunately, as good as the Rosen was, zero, as good as uh, Lowry uh, is. Oh, they aren't those guys. And until we get one of those guys, I think we're going to have a hard time okay, uh, sorry, sorry. winning another championship. Yeah. So we are, I'm just looking at the table. We are eighth. So if, if the regular season ended today, we're still in the playoff hunt. I think we're playing Milwaukee today. Um, okay. Dude, I, you just said you're actually, I want to get on a soapbox for a second. I'll use your, your segue there. When you said you're embarrassed, dude, I, I've known you uh, for more than 15 years. You've been a Raptors fan from day one. So you don't have thank to feel you, embarrassed you. about anything, dude. Okay, so here, here's my here's my soapbox. I'm bringing it back to something. We won a championship in 2019. Arguably, you know, you and I like one of the one of the one of the biggest feats of Toronto in Toronto professional sports. We'll probably see in our lifetime. Um, oh, for, for fans that have been kind of you know there since day one, seeing this thing come to our city, our, our city win a chip, amazing, right? Like truly, I look back at yep. 2019, one of the best moments of my life. Let's watch. Like, it's crazy, man. Like you and I have had such an emotional connection with this team. So fast forward to where we are now, two seasons after that, um, dude. I, as a Torontonian, I, I love the Raptors' love. I love the I love the love for basketball in Canada. But I am seeing a little bit of the bandwagon, man. I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't want to call people out, but I am seeing yeah. some fans. Maybe, maybe might have supported a Toronto sports, a, a, a hockey team, a very, yeah. very, very, very well known Toronto hockey team. Maybe they hadn't see, tasted success in that in that with that franchise. Kind of came over to bandwagon. We're more than happy to have you on the bandwagon here. Um, so we got a lot of new fans in 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 Toronto Raptors fans. All of a sudden, right? I'm he- I'm hearing a lot of a lot of riffraff, a lot, now, a lot of a lot of lot of chatter. Go, now, go. what may- what makes you say that? I'm curious. Like, what what are you are you hearing some stuff on social media? Is there people 
talking to you in person that are saying things or what is it? Because for me, I feel like it's kind of, it's been a slow growth of, of increase in, in Raptors fandom over the past like five years, um, ever since we started doing, you know, a lot better in the playoffs. So I, I, I personally haven't really seen that. I think a little bit of both, man. I think I think some people from my own circle, right? I'm not going to name any names, uh, but I know people in my circle that I know weren't basketball fans to begin with. And I know they, you know, let, let's be honest. In 2019, everyone became a basketball fan. My mom was watching the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah. Rattling off names, right? Um, so it, it, all I'm saying is great for the sport, but you've got some folks that, like in my social circle, definitely in social media. So I follow a few, you know, House of Highlights, you know, whatever, basketball Insta accounts. I'm seeing a lot, a lot of vocal Toronto Raptors fans saying, hey, you know, extreme decisions, man. Like, we got to get rid of the coach. We got to get rid of Nick Nurse. We got to sack this guy, that guy. What I'm saying, uh, th- my rant is there's a lot of folks talking about basketball, talking about basketball moves, right? Not even something, not even fundamental basketball, but basketball general manager moves without understanding the sport, without understanding how the league works, without without understanding how the NBA works. It's a little bit annoying, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, end of the day, I think, hey, it's it's a tough, tough feat to win a basketball championship in the NBA with how um, how one sided the league can be with American sports teams and franchises, you know, getting free agents there, et cetera, et cetera. So what I want to say, quick, quick, quick PSA. You know, hey, old Raptors fans, new Raptors fans, let's just appreciate. It. We had a, we had a good run. I'm not saying let's settle for mediocrity because I do want us to get back into into competitive basketball. Okay. But just understand where we came from. Anyways, I'm done with my soapbox. I know we want to talk about um, basketball in Canada. And, and Rob, you're 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 a baller. We know through and through. You're you you actually can't play ball. You're 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 nice on the court. I try. Um, you uh, no, you're being this guy's being modest. I've seen him break break ankles at the Y. Um, Question for you. So, what, 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 what have, what do you think the Raptors have done for Canadian basketball? What's it? What have you seen as a basketball player, kind of coming through the ranks? Um, like, what's changed in the last twenty years or so? Big. That's a big question. Um, I think. Uh, oh man, so much. I think it, for me, it started um, with with, and I think for a lot of people. Um, with Vince Carter, I think Vince yep. Carter is kind of and arguably you can say um, the kind of Michael Jordan of Canada, so to speak. Um, I think one one of the great documentaries of uh, Canadian documentaries I'm really proud of is is the Carter Effect. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you've seen that, P, but uh, definitely recommend it. Um, but it, it kind of ever since Carter got drafted to the Raps, I know for me growing up uh, playing ball, especially playing in tournaments in the states and whatnot. I kind of would shy away for a little bit from from being Canadian, and because I felt like okay, maybe Canadian sports or aren't as good as the as the U.S. and and kind of you felt a bit timid. But uh, when Carter um, uh, started playing, it, it kind of made you a lot prouder to be like, okay, you know what, we have like this amazing player, and and I didn't even realize how amazing he was until really after. I think you kind of, yeah. I, I kind of knew, but until you, you, you sometimes see now, and you look back at a lot of the tape, like his dunks, he, you know, you dunking over, um, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, dunking over the seven foot guy in, in the, in the, um, in the Olympics and, uh, you know, his 360 dunks and the dunk competition. Yeah. For me, it made me really proud to be from, uh, from Toronto. And it, it kind of started to put a bit of the spotlight on Toronto and Canadian basketball. And people realize, you know what, like, you know what, there, 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 there's something going on here, right? Even though uh, yep. Carter was an American, you know, born in Florida, uh, it was kind of like he, he. a lot of people, you know, bash him for, for leaving. And I know there's a lot of politics in, in his last few years. 
uh, yeah. with him to leave and all that stuff. But you know what? He he did so much for Canadian basketball. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was, I think, if, if we didn't have a player like that, it would have been a lot harder even now for us to get a lot yeah. of American talent to uh, to yeah. uh, Toronto. Canadian truth. I, I definitely agree with everything. Everything you're saying. Um, the the man was a legend, right? Like there wasn't. At, there, sure, we had a few maybe Canadian player. We had Steve Nash, right? Like we had we had a little bit of Canadian talent, um, but nobody as dominant. Like with a personality. To your point, right? Like MJ style personality. At one point, right? Like when I was growing up and you were growing up, he was going to be the next MJ at the time in his in his peak, right? Yeah. A guy who was just so dominant. You know, had that swagger, right? Like he was just a franchise player to ha- play in our city. I think when I look back, you and I were probably, I don't know, 12 to 15. Right? You were you were well on your way of being like a – and for people who don't know where I played competitive – I'd say rep basketball, is that right? Rep yeah, basketball right, yeah. in, in, in Ontario, which is like AAU equivalent kind of, right? So it's, it's kind of a big deal here. So you were already like well on your way of becoming a basketball player. But then there's probably some cats a lot younger than us seeing Vince play, really get into basketball at the right time. I think you're starting to see a lot of that, right? You're starting to see your Andrew Wiggins um, – I was going to say Anthony Bennett, not so. Um, I can't yeah, think of another guy right now. Jamal Murray. That uh, was looking for a specific profile guy. Jamal Murray, like these 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 yeah. guys that are just you know well-rounded superstars in their own right. And these guys were a lot younger than us. Seeing Vince Vince play in Toronto, right? So I think it's like seeing that basketball brought to Canada. Number one, huge. And then number two is like all these Canadians that grew up watching and play, saying, "Hey, I want to do this. I want to I want to be a basketball." I want to be. I want to be a basketball player, right? I, I want to. I want to make it to the league. We're starting to see that now. Um, I, I know you're not as close to basketball as you were, you know, when you were younger. But like, what have you seen for infrastructure, right? Because I'm, I'm and just as an outsider, I'm starting to see like how competitive some of these programs are. Like, there's a little bit more funding. Like, we're staffing up to be an, a country that can be a huge exporter to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. No, it's you're seeing a lot more. Um, you know, training camps, you're seeing a lot more like kind of development, uh, especially with, you know, the Raptors. I mean, even before the Raptors kind of won their, the championship, but um, people are realizing um, that, you know, there's a lot of talent here. It just, unfortunately, it's kind of been untapped because we focused on hockey for so long. And now I think people started to realize that, oh, you know what, we're a very multicultural um, city and, and country. Um, but there is a lot of people that come here from all over the world, um, uh, maybe immigrants, maybe the, you know, the offspring of, uh, or, or uh, second, third generation of immigrants. And no. they're growing up and, and basketballs, uh, I, I would argue, I'd read this somewhere, but it is growing uh, in popularity so much that it may even surpass hockey to a certain degree in, 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 yeah. uh, in Canada, right? So for me, I'm, I'm starting to see it's kind of nice, a lot more Canadian uh, content in terms of basketball coverage. You got a lot more uh, Canadian uh, kind of training camps and, and recruitment yeah. camps for kind of young um, high school players and even, you know, elementary school players. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think it's just going to get better and better. And I, I'm really proud, like I said, of, of yeah. even the, the few Canadians I know, even like uh, Nick Stauskis, a uh, Lithuanian uh, brother of mine. From, uh, That's right. That's yeah, right. From Mississauga, actually. Um, I know he, right. I think he's only been in the league like three, maybe three, four yeah, years he's now. Been for the 905 now. Yeah, he's back, back in the back in the hometown. Oh, yeah, he? He, oh, yeah, no, he no. is. Yeah. So I'm hoping he, he cracks the Raptors roster because the 905, is, as Torontonians know, like the 905 is one of the reasons we won a championship, right? Like, sure, we had Kawhi, sure, we had oh, yeah. a team, but we had infrastructure in Toronto supplying like these G Leaguers back into the NBA. Um, but kind of coming back to what you what you said, I, I agree as a basketball, like a lifelong basketball fan, 
Um, Canada uh, always had the talent. Canada is now be- being seen as another market. And Canadian, I would say Toronto basketball has a bit of an identity. And I think that's going to be, that's going to help, num- first of all, for the, for the success of the league, another market for them to expand to. It's great yeah. for the Toronto Raptors franchise. Like people, you know, I always thought it was bullshit when people said free agents didn't want to play or it's too cold, all that stuff. Like it, it, Chicago's there, right? There's Chicago, there's Milwaukee, there's, there's cities that are much colder than Toronto that have been, you know, like premier destinations for a while. Um, so I, I never thought it was about the weather. I do agree it's going to be tough, you know, with the passport. Like from a from a league perspective, playing in Toronto, like Demar said it, a few other players have said in the past, like, hey, it's tough. But Toronto's just just getting its own identity um, as a place where you know basketball is loved, it's appreciated. Um, so I, I, I'm excited to see where this goes. And we talked, we were talking about Lowry earlier. We we're talking about DeRozan. And then who's your favorite? Who do you, okay, here's, here's a question for you: Who is the all-time Raptors goat? Go oh, ahead. like I said, for me, man, it's um... Vince. You're still Vince, eh? Still Vince, man, for okay. what he okay. did for, for Canadian basketball and Toronto basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, he, he, I think, had gotten us with him. It might have been, I, I know David Stoudemire at the time uh, was doing pretty good for us. He was Rookie of the Year back in like 95, 96. I remember like yeah. my, my first Raptors game, dude, was, uh, I'll never forget, was uh, at the Sky Dome. Yeah. And uh, my uncle took me there. Was that the best um, one, dude? Was that, was that the day we played Jordan? That was the day we played Jordan, and it was crazy. He was yes. running the four five, and yep. I'll never forget. We, um, I was staying at my um, my uncle's place, and my cousin was really young at the time. He was maybe like 12, 13. and so we waited for my cousin to go to bed, and then we snuck out. Uh, you know, my uncle took me to to a Raps game, and it was it was something I'll never forget. Like every time Jordan got the ball, people were just clapping because it was already he was already a legacy at that point, right? It was like he had yeah. come back, won his rings, and all that. So. Um, but anyways, I digress for a sec. But what, yeah. if I remember correctly, Toronto won that game, right? You know what? That I don't remember. I think so, man. I, I do. I, I know this, man. You were at the game. Well, like, that was our first, one of our very first games at the Sky Dome. Um, yeah, man. Did we beat that? We beat that. Um, would have been the '97 Bulls team, I think. It was a good team. We, Even us, we had like, yeah, Marcus Bambi at the time. We Doug had. Christie, I can't believe Doug Christie. Christie there? Doug Christie. We yeah. had, I think, Antonio Davis. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, we had um, uh, who else? We had? I don't know if we had T Mac at the time. I think it was a bit before T Mac. But, well, I think uh, it got in three couple seasons before. Yeah, yeah. We we yeah, had an amazing uh, amazing team. But yeah, man, for me um, to answer your question, I think it's for me it's it's Vince. You had a lot of uh, players after him that kind of did different things. Obviously, DeRozan did mm-hmm. a lot for our city. Uh, Lowry, yeah. I gotta you know give props to him for how yeah. long he stayed loyal to our city. I'm sure he could have went elsewhere if he wanted to yeah um but then some of the og you know raptors too like mugsy bogues and and yeah. tracy mcgrady and uh you know antonio davis we had an amazing team i even think to be honest like like we we could have if, if vince carter would have made that shot uh, yeah. against philadelphia um yeah. and uh i i think we could have we could have been in the running for a championship and and uh i think correct me if i'm wrong i'd have to i'd have to look up the data on this but uh, I think Vince at the time had gotten us further uh, than any other than any other uh, Raptor had. Like in terms of like we had never gotten that far in the playoffs um, yeah. before Vince. Yeah, man, you're, I think you're bang on. I think he got us to the second round, one shot away because uh, our boy was. Uh, I think he was at his graduation. That that's if that's if that's actually what happened, then you know whatever we'll give him the pass. Uh, yeah. we'll get, we got a, he still has a lot of hate for that. Um, uh, yeah, he was he was the, he was the, he was the guy he was the guy to bring us the, that far until Kawhi made that shot in 2019. 
Yeah, yeah. It took us. It took us twenty years, more than twenty years, to get beyond that. Um, So actually, no, sorry, that's wrong. Very wrong. Before our listeners correct me, we did make it to the conference finals, um, and we lost to. LeBron and, and the Cavs. So basically, yeah. So, so still about 20 years later, we got past the second round. Um, okay. So you're going car, you're going VC. Okay. I can't, I can't that's a tough one, man. Yeah, man. Like I have about, other, I have other players, for example, yeah. that are kind of probably my favorite uh, this, Raptors this, players. This is like a total podcast, like, topic right like it's such an armchair expert thing because it's yeah. like you're never comparing apples to oranges right like you, you look at one guy in terms of like what he did for the sport versus what he did for the team versus scoring etc so it's hard to like just like saying like who's the goat player of all time you can't yeah, really yeah. but it's fun but it's fun that's what podcasts are for um i would I'd say that's tough because like I, I vince is like up there but i think i have to give it to lowry man i think i have to give it to like the and of course like it's always going to come down to like the chip right and and who who brought the city a ring i feel like at the end of the day the man stayed was like a founding part of the team that got us there but also because the guy is like raptors like he is the new age raptors identity right like the scrappy point guard undersized right underrated right like just like always has something in the tank is clutch like that's if if he's not our day, that's who we want to be, right? Like we're, like Vince came in, like when Vince was here, like you could argue that, and I think he said this, like he was the most athletic guy in his in his cohort, like probably even more athletic than Kobe, but he didn't really work at it. Like this is this has been the knock on him, right? Like he could have really, if he applied himself, he didn't. And for that reason, dude, like I would I would edge Lowry just a little higher. I would say because Lowry just gave it all, and he didn't. He wasn't blessed with the gifts that that Vince was, right? Like a shorter I guy. Yeah, I can't argue with that uh, that selection. That that's a good selection. For for me, I, I personally think that like certain raps. I know we're a young team, and and a lot of uh, uh, Americans listen to the podcast may laugh because you know there a lot of the teams in the in the states like the Lakers or uh, you know the Knicks, whatever it is, they have a lot more history. But we're a young team. We've only been around ninety five, ninety six, right? Yeah, yeah. So for I, me, I think yeah. little milestones for us. Uh, yeah. I, I think mean a lot more to me than say for there. For example, I think you know for for us to win the championship was huge. Like I thought maybe the the Jays would have won over the uh, would have been the next sports team to win over the Raptors. But I, right. I'm so proud that that we did what we did, right? But I personally think based on what what your answer was. And based on my answer, I, I personally think that they should like consider retiring both Carter's oh, and Lowry. Yeah, dude, dude, of course, man. That should have been done. Vince, they should have retired. I don't think they have. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they have. They should retire his number. Um, same so, with yeah. Lowry. I think they both yeah. probably need a statue at the uh, Scotiabank Arena. Um, 100%. By the way, I, when you were talking about other teams there for a second, like for American fans, that that I'm going to go back. I, I got triggered, dude. I got triggered a little bit and we're going to go back yeah. to my soapbox. Dude, this is what I'm talking about. There's a lot of fans in Toronto. You know who you are. During the day when we had fucking nobody, we had like Chris Bosch, maybe, you know, we had like Jamario Moon was on our start. These guys, these guys and girls, man, they walk around with like a LeBron jersey, like, hey, I'm a Cavs fan, right? I'm I a Lakers fan. Go, go, born and raised in Toronto. You know what, man? Like, it was a trigger. It was a trigger. You know what? It's fine, man. It's fine. Join the band. You know, no, Join Toronto. I almost think of it like, What's an analogy? You're I a better use? man than I, I, I know. Bit, yeah, yeah, it irks me a bit, but you almost got to be like, you know what? Like, if, if you sport. got a person, if if, if you're, if you're yeah, you know, what I mean, if your friend brings like like a, a friend uh, to your house, say for for dinner, 
and and the friend of the friend is kind of a, a little bit of a, of a of a dickhead. You don't really like the guy, but it's like you know what? You're in my I'm house. Who we're talking You're, about now? Well, sorry, I'm trying to make an analogy about. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to make now. I'm trying to think, but no, you're making you're making a, you're making a joke. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you just yeah. gotta kind of welcome these people in and be like, you know what? You weren't a fan from the beginning, but that's okay. You know what? The, the more love, the better, because better. what yeah. that's yeah. gonna do the more attention that's on Canadian basketball. Yeah. The more infrastructure. Uh, and the more talent we're going to start to, you'll you're get right, far. You're right. It's all, it's all for the, it's all for the, for the broader good. But you bandwagoners know, know who you are. Uh, just kidding, all love. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing, the thing that I think, you know, you, you were talking about this earlier, and this is the, this is the beautiful thing about Toronto, is that as the, as the NBA grows, right, we're starting to see like, hey, the NBA broke into China a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years ago, right? Like Africa is like the new market, and these guys, these guys want to play in Toronto, man. Like this is where. This is where you come. You come to Toronto, and we talked about this in our first uh, the first episode, right? Like Toronto has to be one of the most multicultural cities in the world, if not the yeah. right. You come in here, and you already have a fan base of you know um, whatever country you came from, arguably, right? You know, your chances are higher in Toronto, right? Of having like a, having that. I'm just making it up. If there's ever a player from Angola, like we have an yeah. Angola community here, right? And they're tiny by all standards, but like, hey, you still have them come out, show you love. You can get some food here. Like you go to you go to Scarborough, get some food. But it, this is the benefit of having Toronto as like such a multicultural city. It, back in the day, it was like everyone came from like you know a few cities in the states, right? Like producing basketball talent. You had the Eastern European like powerhouses like producing their talent, and that was it, right? And like, yeah, sure. Andrea Benrani loved playing for Toronto, right? Like he probably loved the JV, loved playing here, right? But like now you're starting to see talent from all parts of the world look at Toronto and say, hey, world-class organization, world-class team, right? Have a championship, have championship pedigree. And also like think about the, you know, the ties back to my community at home, right? Toronto's got that. So that's when I'm excited about that too, because we always knew this, like yes, NBA was going to expand. So like, I love that it's going, like it's taking its time in Africa now and it's really developing. Dude, I want to see a brown ball. You know this, right? Simbola is not, hasn't cut, cut it for me. I'd love to see when, like, India, you know, South Asia exports the next basketball talent. So it's exciting, man. I think it's a matter of time before that happens. I think uh, especially with uh, families and and, and Toronto being as as multicultural as it is, I think – you know, it's 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 our generation and even our kids' generation that now we're going to start to take uh, sports more seriously. Because let's be honest, too, like um, our we were still kind of raised in the generation. Like um, I know our parents were a little bit more kind of open minded, but uh, still we we're kind of raising the generation where there's certain expectations and like you know to to pursue uh, sports almost professionally from a young age, it would kind of be like like looked down upon, right? Where I feel like our future kids' generation, it's like you know what. If you want to pursue something and you're passionate about it, I think we're, we're a lot more supportive and and a little bit more open minded in that regard than maybe our, our parents and grandparents' generation was, right? Yeah, why and why and why not, right? Like you're growing up in Canada. Like this is a thing that always bothered me. Is like let's not forget that basketball is a Canadian sport created by a Canadian, right? Like we got to bring that back here. Um, listen, like I, we're so shaped by America. We're so shaped by American culture and like it just basketball has become America's pastime other than baseball, right? And, and you can't argue with America like dominating the sport, but I kind of I love seeing it come back here, right? I love come seeing and like I want that recognition that, hey, we like this is our this is our, kind of our game too. I know we're known for hockey, right? We're known for like winter sports. And that's always going to be a part of like Canadian fabric. But yeah. hey, we're also we're also kind of a basketball nation, right? 
So for I sure, see, man. I want to see sure. that. Yeah, I think you'd be grow. surprised. Uh, I'd watched a, a YouTube video uh, not too long ago, and, and you'd be surprised how many, um, not even just Americans, but uh, even Canadians don't actually know that basketball was uh, invented by a Canadian. They think it's like, oh, just because, you know, the NBA is such a dominant American organization, yeah. um, which is going to leeway into my next question. But a, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, I we was haven't, even we haven't, we haven't owned it, though, I think. Right? Like, we have a country like we're almost like, you know, we, we look at how we grew up with this game. It's like, hey, yeah, yeah we, we invented it. But like, you know, we kind of pass it to the Americans. Say, like, you guys do a better job of this. Than we do. Right? Like, it's almost like we're we're not we, we don't own it to say, like, I think we're starting to do it now. We're starting to say, hey, look at all the talent we're supporting in the NBA. Like, hey, we I think we're still in the qualification for the Olympics. Like, we might make it. Right? Like, it's starting to build. Like, And then there's schools, dude. Like, I want to get to your question in, in a quick second. But there's schools in Canada that are known for, you know, solid. You know, they can they can play Div 2, maybe even Div 1, like an NCAA. It depends on the conference. Like, yeah. Carleton University. Like, an underrated, like, the basketball, like, powerhouse, basketball coaching um but um yeah man like it, i feel like we just need to we just need to own it but you had a question you were you're going somewhere yeah and no, i was just gonna say it in relation to this uh kind of uh tangent we're on is mm. do you think then uh as basketball is growing now in canada uh it's yeah. kind of a two-part question one is is uh, i don't think it's a matter of of if i think it's a matter of when when do you think we'll get another nba team uh in canada and oh, will it good be question. Vancouver again um, or, or is it a, another possibly, you know, maybe we expand in Toronto yeah. where it's a two, uh, two team market, yeah. kind of like LA. That's a great question. I, I like, I, you know, me, I think we both love Vancouver, dude. Like we're both West coast, even though we're born and raised in Toronto, but love, love West coast, love Vancouver. And I just feel like the fact that Vancouver had one and maybe like it wasn't the greatest success. And there's all sorts of reasons for why, like if you, if you read, like the success, be, the lack of success behind that team. So we could kind of point back and say, hey, if we do it again, we will do. We'll learn from our mistakes. We'll like really leverage Vancouver as a market. There's because they, do, you could. Do you know why they fail? Because I don't really know too much about why they. I know obviously it comes down to to dollars and cents. Like they just probably weren't selling tickets, but. That's uh, surprised, to be honest. I was surprised. Yeah, look, there's a bunch of reasons, right? Like just the way, like TV, the way they handled like TV rights and like you know, like drove ticket sales. Um, they like they weren't expanding. To, they weren't. They weren't like really address, like addressing the need for basketball like in broader regions. So like they could have they could have tried to cling on to Western Canada, right? Like Calgary, Alberta. Like you like you see what the Raptors did the last couple of years. They've been saying we're Canada's team. So when you have yeah. two Canadian teams, it's almost like you you should claim like, hey, we're Western Canada's team, we're Eastern Canada's team, and kind of expand. I don't yeah. know that Vancouver really did this. There's a bunch of other reasons too, and like, there's probably so many. Our listeners probably there's probably experts here and diehard like Vancouver basketball fans that would say, hey, no, I have it all wrong. But point point was, um, um, like we kind of failed at that. So I feel like the better chance is to do a city that hasn't been tested, but you know there's a lot of appetite, and then you look at just purely based on population size. I, I like what we're going with. Like, I think you could definitely say, like, 905, like, Mississauga could be its team on its own, right? Like, Mississauga is like a second tier US city in and of itself, right? So, definitely. You got a lot of basketball fans, like, diehard, passionate basketball fans in, in Mississauga. That's one way to go. I actually think Montreal, man. Like, you, it, it's weird. Like, you, Ooh, you, you I, know, didn't know that. I didn't think you know, about you that. I think you're starting yeah. to see, like, Montreal. Um, like in the basketball market, you're seeing Chris Boucher, you're seeing, and, and that's just like the random example, but I know there are diehard basketball fans in Montreal. Um, and it's just, it's just another, it'd be nice, right? Nice to have a like French, French speaking region in Canada, have a basketball team, have their own identity. I think that yeah. could actually sell. 
So that would, that'd be my thought is I'd love to see like Montreal, Toronto. I'd love to see maybe even two Toronto. And then I also hear dude like out in the way East. So I, I know from a work, from a work, um, uh, a partnership opportunity, like talking to, talking to some, some people in Newfoundland, like they, that they, they love basketball there. And they had, when I was there, they were talking about like a new team, local team they launched. And, the, and it's almost like a high school football in the States type of vibe there with basketball. So it's kind of crazy, but like, I just think just when it comes down to pure numbers, in the market size like it's not big enough there so i still have to come back to uh i'd say montreal yeah you know what i i think um i think that's definitely a possibility i think it's just a matter of time and sizing i think canada we're, we're a fraction of the population of the states and as these major city centers grow we'll probably give it another five ten years i can definitely see uh that happening i do think you're going to get the Grizzlies back in Vancouver eventually. I think it's just a matter of time because it's kind of like when the Jets came back to, to Winnipeg, it was like people went crazy. Like, oh my gosh, they're, they're back. It's like, you know, it's kind of very nostalgic, right? So I think you're going to have a lot of people uh, that want to see that happen. And I think give Vancouver maybe another five, 10 years. And I think you'll see uh, the Grizzlies go back there. So I just read some, I just, while you were talking, I just Googled it to fact check myself. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that came up, how did, how did Vancouver lose the Grizzlies? Apparently Steve Francis publicly stated he did not, he did not like the city and did not want to move to Canada. Yeah. So, so he, fact, yeah. you may not know this, but he was actually yeah. drafted first by Vancouver. By Vancouver and he, yeah. he basically came up before, right after the draft, he's like, I don't want to go to Vancouver. I don't fuck. And, and back mm. to kind of like, uh, the whole Carter thing with Toronto, I think part of the reason that a lot of athletes now, it may sound trivial, but a lot of the athletes now are okay playing in Toronto is because, dude, Carter made it kind of cool mm-hmm. to like play in Toronto, right? Like, obviously, with pop culture has a big influence, like Drake has been a huge kind of like, like, like catalyst for helping the Raptors, um, you know, uh, popularity growth, I, I can say, like, he's obviously an ambassador, but I, I, I would say, man, that was a very smart move on the Raptors. Um, to to bring Drake on board because it yeah. may sound so trivial, dude. But players want to no, play not, in a city matters. that's cool. They want to play yeah. in a city that's cool. And if and if you kind of come across as like this 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 uh, you know, you're selling a lot. You're selling a lifestyle. Nowhere, yeah. yeah, right. You're selling you're selling that whole like hey like it's got it like LA. Everyone loves LA because it's like you're playing with Hollywood. You're playing with Hollywood's finest, right? Like celebrities, yeah. Jack Nicholson, blah, blah, blah. Like, whereas like that, Toronto, Drake's doing a good job of bringing it pretty close to that in Toronto, right? Like he's got that OVO yeah. connection, you know, major record label, um, you know, global hip hop star, 100%. I'm just reading more about this. It seems like Vancouver really hurt from not having a franchise player. And I think yeah. when you have someone like Drake, the like, albeit like while he's been associated with the team, we've been pretty good. Right, like, but he didn't have to carry it fully on himself. But it, conceivable, if we lost all our all stars and we were a shit team, Drake could still still sell tickets, man. You know what I mean? Like, he could still sell tickets and like keep keep lights on, right? I feel like yeah, not just that. I think he'd be be an active part of almost like you know. I know he got in trouble of like a little while back at OVO to try and he, he had said something at at the OVO fest uh, to um, Kevin Durant to be like, hey man, when are you gonna when are you can come play for us? And he got fined for that. The Raptors paid that fine, but. He, he's very subliminally or, or, you know, kind of not, not um, blatantly, but he does it on a very low-key scale where he, he makes it cool to be here, and that kind of attracts, attracts players here, right? So yeah, he's very good uh, in yeah. terms of marketing for us. Yeah, I, I agree. I, uh, okay, so here, here's another question for you actually on that note. Um, so obviously we're not getting Giannis, right? Giannis is not coming here. We got to turn, turn our turn our eyes. We got to figure out the next free agency free agency season. But beyond we, that, I, I think we should get so Keon Clark back, bro. Keon Clark. 
<laughs> Wasn't he drunk for like every game? Didn't he? Master he was drunk for every game. I, this is a random Raptors trivia. Master P, Master P, I think, played or he he signed a ten day contract with the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, something like so that. So there's Batman, yeah, man. Uh, okay, no, 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 seriously, though. Like, I, just want, I want to get your thoughts. Who, Who's the next superstar that you think will, you know, just as a free agent, say, hey, I want to go to Toronto? I, I don't think we've ever, like, we haven't had a high-profile player say that yet. Yeah. Um, other than the ones we've re-signed. But, like, I'm thinking, like, who, I know Katie once said he was a Dude. Raptors fan. Like, I'm, I'm going to say something, man, and I, I yeah. think people there, hearing this, yeah. and you're going to think I'm crazy. People maybe think I'm crazy, but it's well, not far-fetched. I think um, give it maybe another three, four years, and in his last few years in the league, I think you could see possibly Steph Curry, man, coming to Toronto. Oh, that's a good answer, man. That's very believable because his wife. Yeah. And dad. Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize, but – Del Curry, his father, played many successful years for the Raps, and uh, Steph has a has a big tie to Toronto. He loves Toronto. He he's publicly come out and said it, and you know he was in actually I think the Carter Effect documentary. So he lived here all like his youth, like probably I think between five and ten years, um, growing up living in Toronto. His dad playing for the Raps, right? So I think you're going to see him. I mean, he's he's beloved in Golden State, obviously. He's like. In my opinion, one of the, the top three players in, in the league right now. He's personally uh, my one of my top three. Um, yeah. But I think I would love to see. I don't know if it's unrealistic, but I think he. I know it's already in his head that he thinks Toronto is a cool city, and he has a lot of kind of nostalgic memories tied to the city. So I could. I don't think it's out of the question to be like he wins maybe another one two championships in in um, L A. or sorry in um, in Golden yeah. State, and then maybe in his last few years before retirement comes in and plays in Toronto, man. Dude, what I, you know, what, what what you said is not crazy at all, man. That's actually the most believable free agent signing. I, I, I actually do. I don't listen. I disagree. I don't think they're going to win any more championships in Golden State. I think they're done, to, to be honest with you. But I do think that's very. That's a very good answer. The man pretty much grew up here in his formative years. Has a wife from from Markham. Um, it's pretty close to you know being really comfortable back to your roots right like mm-hmm. i can definitely see that man if, that would be a good one i i kind of i wonder if some of these canadian guys like jamal my answer would be like i would love to see like jamal murray come back and play here um of course. i saw him at the pan am games in 2015 and he was like he was maybe 17 18 and this okay. kid was just playing he was playing against grown-ass men it was like a it was an olympic um uh, no sorry not, uh, what did, I, what did I just say? Sorry, Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. It was a Pan Am game. So it was, you know, playing with like other guys in the league at the time and like grown ass men. Like he was a kid and you could already tell like he was a point guard that he was already dominating. That was like, like he was in the league. And I knew this kid was going to go far. Of course, I would never would have called he was going to be this special, but mm. I would hope a guy like this at some point, Jamal, man, just come back home, come back and play here. That'd be, that'd be a great story. You know, man, any, anybody, any um, Canadian, whenever we have Canadian uh kids playing on the team man we just we just we love it we love it right it feeds into the whole you know canadian pride you know when when um what's his name um cory joseph was on the team people people would love it when he was uh when he was uh you know on the court right and and the whole he fed and do that a little bit more by by having number six and being like the six man kind of thing right but yeah. um i think um yeah man any, any canadian that uh that um comes on the team is going to get tons of love. I'd, I'd love to see potentially Nick Stauskas. Um, you know, who, who knows if that's going to happen. 
Um, but we, we definitely need back to what I was saying at the beginning of the uh, convo is that we, we, we work really well together, but we just don't have that, like that, like it guy, you know, we need a guy that's like that. Like I said, five, 10 seconds yeah, left you you to call, to the and you know, he's going to score yeah. DeRozan was great, but he was never that guy either. Like the Rosen, yeah. you know, Lowry was never that guy. Lowry was always like a good number two. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi, we had that guy with Kawhi and uh, we're ho- yeah. hopefully we're going to, you know, we, we need to find somebody else like that. There was, I know rumors floating around for a bit that um, what's his name? Um, um, the beard. Uh, the Harden. Yeah. That's Harden that was gonna come here. That didn't yeah. work out, but we need, yeah. we need one of those guys because it, it's hard yeah. to win a championship without a guy that's yeah. in the top. 10. Dude, I, yeah. I, that's been the argument. I, I, I kind of, I kind of see it another way. Like I do see that, like we, you need a bona fide scorer when the game slows down in the playoffs and you're just playing five on five, like half court basketball, you, you, need, you need like a dependable guy, especially like when it's a close game. I do hear you, but I actually think, that any one of our starters, so I'm talking like Norm, OG, Siakam, Lowry can become that guy. I think I've seen the potential in all of those four guys and they've like battle tested with the championship. I actually think it's like we need a few, we need some more depth, man. I think losing Ibaka, losing Gasol, um, you know, like I think we may have thought they were past their prime and like weren't really adding that much value, but they were. And it started, we're starting to see it with like, we don't, we don't really have a good system of bigs. Um, but I do. I, I get what you're saying, man. Like the, with the, with the Toronto guys, like the, sl- the 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 slack has always been, the flack has always been rather that they don't show up consistently. Like any of those guys can light it up, you know, drop 30, 10, Like you know, you never know. But it's like you, the thing. You're right. Like we, when we had Kawhi, like you finally had someone there. And you, you and I were watching those playoffs in 2019, right? Like there was some crazy times, like classic Raptors basketball, right? You're head by like 16, and then slowly you start to give it away, stupid, like stupid, stupid turnovers, things like that. I, yeah. But it's funny, like you just had Kawhi there, nothing seemed crazy. Like you come back, like you slowly, you know, chip at it, chip at it. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, yeah. and I think, I don't know, I, unless one of the one of our guys like takes another leap again, like Chris Boucher, someone who really comes out and just like M- MIP type of player. Yeah, I, I, I kind of going back, kind of bringing back to our combo. I, I don't see the Raptors, you know, finishing higher than fifth. I want to get your thoughts on this. Like this, you're like, I think that's their ceiling. And I think for the bandwagon, again, sorry, bro, I had to hate on the bandwagon. But the bandwagoners need to know, though, that it's part of the process, right? Like it's, it's like you need to, we're going to start to offload some of the guys that are like icons on our team, like Lowry. He's turning 35. Like he, like, oh, wow, there's right. biology, right? Like at the end of the day, these guys are legends, but you want to start to build for the future. And like, it's, there's going to be a transitionary period where we're going to probably not be as good. We're not going to finish top four. We're probably yeah, not going to go yeah. past the second one, but like, Hey, you got to trust in your management. And as a Toronto sports fan, man, I made fun of those hockey fans. I'm, I'm still, I'm still a Leafs guy, right? I'm still a Leafs fan. And we know somebody who's a big Leafs fan as well, our buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is that like, I'm not saying settle for just garbage, basketball again right like just settle for like not making the playoffs and like that being the bar i'm not saying that but i'm saying like hey we want a championship we're building something bigger in my opinion we're building like a san antonio spurs like culture right where we're gonna you know we're gonna get we get the we'll get the right players somehow we'll mold them we're like we're an energy chemistry kind of team we're never going to be a market that's dominated by like two superstars, right? I agree. I'm really proud of, of Van Vliet. I'm really proud of, of guys like Siakam. I think hopefully if they stay with the team, uh, I've already seen like like leaps and bounds from when uh, even Van Vliet, I remember his first year 
uh, playing on the wraps from 905. He seemed a lot more timid. Like if you go back and look at a lot of tape, he would drive and then he'd almost like get scared of the, of the big man and like dish it or kind of fumble a bit. But uh, ever since like the, the, the year that um, this last year, even, and then, you know, leading up to the championship being kind of battle tested um, in during the playoffs, uh, he got a lot more confident where he'd body a lot more. He'd, he'd kind of drive the ball out more, not be afraid to shoot and be that guy that, you know, has the ball when, when the clock is running down. And uh, I think he, he learned a lot of that from Lowry, which is nice. Um, but uh, same with Siakam. Siakam kind of was starting a little bit rough, but then he uh, he got a lot more confident. And I think both those guys, if, if they stay with us, they could be huge, uh, uh, huge assets. Yeah, so well, big lots of lots more basketball to come. Um, we got the All Star game. I know that's 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 uh, a little bit polarizing with people saying, "Hey, we shouldn't have an All Star game," but lots lots more basketball during this pandemic. So we'll see where the Raptors end up, and we'll keep tabs on them. Um, buddy, good 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 session. Um, back again. Much love to our our, our listeners. Um, love the feedback again. Like if you if you if you like your like the content here, please do give us a subscribe. We're on we're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Um, we're only going to keep this growing. So um, a lot of love to our listeners. Um, that's it for us. Prosciutto Masala, episode three. We will see you guys next time. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. And again, hit that like, hit that subscribe. It, we can't tell you how much it helps us uh, for the YouTube algorithm, getting us out there, spreading Canadian content. So uh, please do that. And uh, we will catch you uh, next week.